Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number 25 of the 13th Year Podcast. I'm Tim McCory. And I'm Jack Salvin. So this is uh, number 25. Jack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're a fourth of the way to 100 and an eighth of the way to 200. Great, great math, as always. So anyway, <laughs> I've... I've had quite the exciting week here, uh, kind of the culmination of all my time here. I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, kind of in our prep here, you're saying that things haven't been the most exciting, but I know some stuff has happened in good old upstate New York. So uh, what you been up to? How you feeling? What's, what's the word? Uh, yeah, so pretty much everything's just been how, it's has, how it has been for the past... Uh, Two weeks, uh, so going in to Albany on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and then Mondays, Thursdays are still supposed to be like at-home stuff, but I haven't really been sent anything for at-home stuff yet, so those have just kind of been uh, chill days and everything else, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, sometimes Thursday. Uh, this week will be almost every day. Uh, is at Target, which is, you know, not the most fun thing to be doing uh, day in, day out. But uh, yeah, I mean, for upstate New York, the weather is starting to get warmer. It's kind of in its bipolar phase where um, like literally two days ago, there was a snowstorm with, I don't know, 30, 40 mile per hour winds and just snow beating down and the roads were like horrible. Uh, and then it was just kind of relatively cold for a day. And today it's 45, almost all the snow's melted in another, I think two days, it's going to be 60 degrees. And then it looks like it's going to stay pretty consistently high forties, low fifties. So um, hopefully that was the last snowfall of the year and it continues to get warmer uh, because it'll just make everything a lot better for me here i think uh i can just you know just going outside in the sunlight is always the big mood lifter especially when there aren't too many people around uh actually there are some people around right now because some people are in spring break but uh between albany and target uh we'll have to figure out time for that but uh yeah i'm just i'm excited for the warm weather uh i'd love to be able to just kind of go on some bike rides. We have a big bike trail uh, right near us. That's great. I'd love to go on that. And uh, I think it'd be fun to just kind of drive out to some of the Adirondack trails and stuff and, you know, just walk in nature a bit, listen to music uh, in the sunlight. Eventually when it's warm enough, I can drive up there with the top down and it'll just be uh, more fun than sitting in my room because it's too cold. So it's kind of just waiting for warmer weather to slowly come and continuing to grind out uh, work here. But uh, you've done a lot and you've wrapped up a lot, it sounded like, uh, in our prep in Puerto Rico. So tell us about that. Yes, sir. Um, well, just quick overview, kind of how I ended up here in the first place. Uh, four years ago, did a trip to Haiti with a foundation based in Albany, Troy area. 
and things happened and I ended up here working on uh, their biggest project to date in the small mountain town of Adjuntas, Puerto Rico. So the project was to install 10, uh, they call them cucubanos, which is like uh, the light bugs, which are six panel systems, battery backup uh, that, you know, provide reduced cost power, but mostly resilient power, you know, the battery backup during a very common outage or time of emergency, you know, having battery backup can be just really helpful, meaningful, life-saving even. So the project was to put 10 of these small solar systems with backups on homes with medical need in the mountains here where energy was extremely unreliable. So, you know, people who had uh, medications that need to be refrigerated, oxygen machines 24-7, dialysis machines, um, you know, general energy, medical need. Uh, so that's, you know, the project I've been working on since September 1st when I left, uh, you know, our disconnected the Albany area. So, you know, several months of making a database, taking over 200 applications, over 100 site visits, over 100 calls, uh, narrowing down, picking out the recipients, and officially starting the installs a couple weeks ago. Uh, this was the big week where we would have representatives from solar and energy companies uh, from from the states come down and help out as we finished the last of the 10 installs. So um, last Sunday, we had a group of 12 uh, from you know solar and energy companies across the U.S. come down to help with the systems. And then halfway through the week, uh, 12 Notre Dame students, uh, they were part of the Notre Dame energy program, uh, came down to help with uh, one more home. So it was a very kind of planned out week. Um, you know, the last couple months have been making sure every single screw material, you know, every panel, foot of PVC, foot of PV wire, like making sure everything was at each site and organizing each day, you know, where people are eating lunch, where each person's going, helping out. And uh, it was a very kind of planned out week that I think ended up working out really well. So it was kind of great to to see kind of the big finale to the project. And, uh, and yeah, it was a very fulfilling week, very busy, you know, wasn't getting much sleep. And I just yesterday, I like took like a day of sleep to kind of prepare or to, to kind of catch up on, on all the missleep. But anyway, it was a really great week. So are there any kind of smaller stories within that uh, as you've kind of wrapped up that kind of stand out to you as memorable? Yeah, it was definitely a lot of uh, small stories. I mean, I don't, I don't really know where to start. It was, I mean, the group was just fantastic and it was like outside of working on the project, just talking and spending time with all these very interesting people was, I don't know, really cool. People had good advice, people from different backgrounds, doing different things professionally and otherwise. Uh, so it was interesting to kind of just spend time. I mean, you really get an interesting group of people when these are all people who volunteer through their, through their company or organization or through a connection to come spend a week 
you know, not for vacation necessarily, but to come install solar in a small town in the middle of the mountains. So like yeah. it definitely is totally an experience that brings together unique people. And I'd say kind of that generally was really cool. I think like on a smaller story, it was just doing a whole lot of stuff was really fun. You know, they had like, we organized to have yoga here for anyone that wanted it each morning at six. You know, I let a hike one of the days at six, like a wake up hike, you know, on top of the panels, you know, we were just hanging out, going to restaurants, cultural stuff, listening to some of the events that were happening here at Casa Pueblo, the organization that the project's in, you know, partnership with. And, you know, just all of those small things were just, I don't know, it was fun and made for a really busy week. And, I mean, I don't I don't exactly know where to go into detail, but I guess in a more general sense, it was, uh, you know, it definitely felt like it was the grand finale to what has been, you know, a pretty great trip and has worked out pretty well. So, you know, with that finale, I guess it's the question of your uh, future in Puerto Rico within the next few months before summer. Uh, so I don't know how much you can say now if that's going to change within the past week or so, but uh, yeah, what are your plans, uh, you know, looking forward? So, so with the 10 homes, we have like a little bit of troubleshooting to do as we kind of finish them because the installs were all done in cooperation with a, you know, local technician here. So we have like some troubleshooting to do. There was a problem at one of the homes that we'll go visit. Um, so really, you know, we just finished like two days ago and we still have one more house to kind of do some finishing touches on. So my, my plan going forward is, you know, have, make sure these, all these systems that this project was a part of are finished and operating well. Um, and then there's another project that is moving along well, a group that wants to do a, a install system on a non-for-profit um, in this mountain town here, that there's some work to do there, you know, coordinating between the, you know, leadership of that organization, leadership of the group up in good old upstate New York and a solar company here. So, you know, it, it is sort of kind of feeling like now would be the natural end to my time here. And after such a busy week where like every hour of the day was planned out back to where there's not as much stuff, to, you know, not as stuff, to, you know, hour to hour to do, it, it feels like a natural ending. But I have a couple more weeks here uh, to, to finish up these original 10 installs, make some good progress, maybe get uh, the, the, the other project quoted out. Um, for the other group that that install is going to happen probably a year from now. Um, so there's a little bit of work to do. It's not like super time consuming. It's not like, you know, two weeks ago where I was working on stuff from sunup to sundown. It's, it's more like here I'm back into trying to, you know, getting these things done. Yes. But also finding things to do. I mean, tomorrow they're going to be toasting coffee here, which I haven't done in a little while. So I'll be, you know, up at 4am cooking coffee with them and, kind of getting back into the kind of things that I was doing back when there wasn't 
a whole lot of stuff to do if that if that's clear at all yeah yeah i see that but but then once once that you know as as the weeks keep coming along and i progress keeps being made i'll kind of be able to see what is left to do and you know i think the date is approaching where my time is uh you know my time will be complete here so uh, i'm gonna try to enjoy the next couple weeks as stuff winds down and my time comes to a close in this nice minorly boring but ultimately charming town of Arjuntas. but uh I'd say, I'd say, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess we're just—it's just week to week right now to see, see what the plan really is. And you're kind of talking about uh, your time at Atuntas, uh waning within the next few weeks. But uh, from talking to you, it seems like you'll still stay in Puerto Rico. You think until people start coming back from college, right? Well, well, my my plan when starting this year was to try to wrap it up project or whatever else I was doing around the same time that friends were coming back from their studies. So that usually was about mid May. So I think my plan is still to be back home, you know, at the latest by mid May. And I don't know, you know, what I'll be doing until then. There's a decent amount to do here, but as this stuff winds down, maybe there's another kind of, interesting event project uh, life experience that might open up maybe that's here maybe that's elsewhere i mean we'll see all right well uh i mean a few things have are happening and have happened in you know the world around us uh, obviously the ukraine russia thing is continuing uh but there's i'm sure there's been you know big updates but nothing uh you know like completely tide shifting it seems at least but kind of more local uh last night was the selection for march madness uh so that's going to be you know occurring within the next few days uh and weeks and uh I, I wish I had paid attention to it earlier because it's happening in Buffalo and we've talked about it for a while that like, Oh, when we're seniors, we're going to, I bought tickets. I bought tickets <laughs> when we were seniors uh, or no, when we were juniors, I bought tickets cause they were going to have it in Albany, but then COVID happened. Oh, it was in all going to be in Albany. Yeah. Oh my God. I had already That's committed to tough. going. I had, a, yeah, I was ready to go, but I do think like you should go to Buffalo. You should drive over to Buffalo and go watch that game. Like that would be fun to do. It's not far, easily doable. Yeah, I mean, I I'm scheduled that day for work and uh I wouldn't want to go alone and our group is infamous for how difficult it is to plan anything. Yeah, I mean, but, I'm sure I'm sure you could <laughs> make it happen though anyways what i was going to get at here is you know march madness is uh it's a i'd say it's an underrated kind of cultural thing in the u.s like i feel like when people talk about u.s sports culture it's not brought off brought up enough 
considering like the time span that it's going on, it completely envelops like everything else in the sports world. And like people who have no idea about basketball and at any level are doing brackets and people who don't really pay attention to college basketball like me do brackets uh, especially back in high school like our school would run brackets and teachers and you could win and get a homework pass or something uh, kids would watch it in the middle of class <laughs> uh, which I'm sure most teenage boys have a fond memory of just pulling up on their phone uh, hiding it under the desk uh, so I don't know. Do you have any specific memories uh, linked to March Madness within? I would definitely say it's an underrated uh, cultural event. I mean, you kind of forget about it every year and then it comes up and you're like, let's go. Like, it's exciting. And it comes at a time when usually March, there's like kind of a little bit of a dull after, you know, the weather kind of winter number two. But I have some great memories, you know, even going back to middle school, you know, people just like going to the bathroom and watching the game on whoever had unlimited data's phone. And uh, I don't know, it's it, and it's 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 a great event. You get into it when you make the bracket, even if you don't really have a connection. And it represents a lot of that. Like, I mean, it's like what? 64 teams, is it? Yeah, like 64, which I mean, underdog stories always happen every year, so those are always exciting to follow as well. So you get some underdog stories. You get teams representative of almost everywhere. Although, I did my bracket uh, just a minute ago, and now that I think about it, I don't know if there was any teams from New York in it. I looked through it briefly, and I don't... Was was Syracuse in? I did not. I don't know if I saw Syracuse. I don't think I don't think they were. And you know, for the fourth most populous state, New York's collegiate sports are extremely pathetic. They're very weak indeed. Like why are we getting beat out by states like like West Virginia isn't even insane in like any sports, but like why well, do they have West major... Virginia has a good basketball program and football. Yeah, but why does West Virginia have a school that's better that at sports than like every school in New York. It's ridiculous. Well, we, we do have Syracuse. We do have Syracuse. Yeah, but that's like when you think of like big college sports programs, I feel like Syracuse, Syracuse is, is definitely of, one of them easily. Yeah, but it's in the lower tier. No, like Syracuse South, is in the top tier of basketball. No, it is. It's in the like technical top tier. But when you think of like the top tier and you think of it within the tiers within like you think of basketball you think of like duke unc like syracuse huge thing no syracuse is not yes you do yes it is no it's maybe it's not duke unc but it is the top tier for sure yeah i don't i don't know i would not agree with that and then you move over to football and it's like football no notre dame's in the middle of nowhere and it has like a massive uh football following like that doesn't make any sense like alabama of all states and new york doesn't have anything well it's just because they all combined all their state schools right i don't know 
I, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's not like, like a one, one big state school in New York. It's like several pretty similarly ranked ones that are pretty big. I feel like if there was a big state school, uh, like just outside of the city, then we could probably have a big, you know, like proper sports school, like a Texas Tech, Alabama, uh, you know, that kind of powerhouse school, but they're not going to focus on education in New York. They're not going to build a school just for that, but it would be kind of cool. Like I do kind of, I feel like the reason that it took me so long to get into collegiate football and stuff is because we don't have like a real hometown team. And you'll say Syracuse and UB, but I don't know. It's not like all encompassing of New York. Definitely UB for me, but Syracuse, I don't know. I, I always root for Syracuse and it is a hometown team. I mean, they got guys from the capital region on the team, so... But yeah, you're, you're I, right. I don't, I don't really have a uh, men's basketball team that I follow all too much. So, you know, when Syracuse is in the tournament, I'll root for them, of course. Just kind of, I wish the the Northeast had a big powerhouse school. Yeah, it'd be fun if, like, yeah, Santa got involved. Santa's made the tournament before. Albany, I think Albany has. I don't know. Uh, and I guess just relating to football, we've talked about it him before. Uh, and yesterday he announced his own retirement. Tom Brady is back to terrorize the NFC with his insane luck. So this look forward all- to even more Brady hating uh, on the 14th year. <laughs> this is this is correct. Uh he has returned. I look forward to seeing what will happen. Let's see. Other sports news. Jordan Angris has officially committed to a school to play soccer. Oh, he did? When did yeah. he do that? Uh, a couple of days ago. I, I think I might have to make him a Instagram post because he texted me. I don't think I ever got back to him because one of his close friends committed to the same school that he did. So... He's like, I got to have a better Instagram post. So maybe that's what I'll do today or tomorrow. Oh, I see. With a little graphic and stuff. little graphic. So anyway, if you're looking to see big announcements, I mean, Jordan's been on probably two, three times. Can Twice? we have a, can you say what school it is on here or no? I mean, yeah, I can definitely say what it is. Um, but is it better for me to point, I mean, point people in the direction of JA Productions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess if you want to point away of hey guys, if you ever want to know the exciting news of where Jordan will be playing his soccer next year make sure to check out JA Productions on YouTube <laughs> uh, yeah so Jordan made a YouTube channel and I have to say I watched the latest video yesterday I, was, I watched the whole thing through because when it first came out I was I was working so I didn't get a chance to I was thoroughly impressed. We, we were talking about it before we started the recording, and uh, I wouldn't say Jack was thoroughly impressed, but he was more impressed than uh, he had been in the past. Yeah, he's definitely improving. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll have to see and judge for yourself, I guess. So, J Productions, J A Y A Y. Yeah, so 
congratulations to Jordan. Check out Jay Productions and uh, happy birthday to him as well. And uh, I guess while we're on the theme of production, I also saw the Batman, the movie. Our segues uh, are just unbeatable. I know, I know. Uh, and I, I think I saw it like the day after we last recorded. So it's been a little while. I've been able to marinate my thoughts on it. And I know you haven't seen it. I'm so. going to see it next Wednesday, hopefully, unless my plans fall through, which very likely. But anyway, ne- maybe next Wednesday. No spoilers. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to spoil anything, at least anything huge on uh, the podcast anyways. But uh, I think it is very good. The if if you like nothing else about it, I am very sure that you will like the look of it. It's a the cinematography in it is beautiful. The colors and stuff they choose is amazing. The lighting is amazing. Uh, just like a really good looking movie. So I do not know if we'll have a guest for the for this episode of the podcast. I think you'll be able to tell based on if you're hearing a if this cuts right to a guest or if this is the outro so uh, anyway thank you everyone for listening to episode number 25 of the 13th year podcast make sure to check out the website abodemedia.org to see more and uh, yeah take care we'll talk to you later bye 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 bye